All right, guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Sackos. It's week five, waivers, Alex Krogh here, all by my lonesome. Good to be back. Jason has abandoned me. He is just... Dude, I'm, I'm literally right here. I am here. I'm back. Hello. I missed you oh. too. Hey. Hey there. Hey, buddy. Uh, this is this is awkward. Long time how's, no podcast. How's, how's it going? Well, I have now uh, successfully taken a two-week hiatus uh, in the middle of the height of podcasts for fantasy football two years in a row. Uh, yeah, man, your bachelor podcast has really taken off. So I'm, I'm glad you've really explored that avenue of your life. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, you're back, I guess. Glad to be back. Thank you for holding the fort down while I was gone. Really do appreciate it. You and all the things that you did. But yes, I'm back. I'm now podcasting from a basement. So got that going for me. Well, welcome. Welcome to my life. Sometimes just, just I'm, I'm at work again this week. So because I don't have anywhere to record <laughs> in my house. So, you know, life is weird. Life it's crazy. Is, just just like the, this fantasy season, quite frankly. The things when, when you we have do Jared, for fantasy podcasts. When you have Jared Goff and and Geno Smith as top 10, top 12 quarterbacks uh, to go along with Carson Wentz, I'm I'm not even sure what to say, quite honestly, about this season. I was drafting at the end of every draft this year, and I have Alvin Kamara in every league, and my teams all absolutely suck. Welcome to the Sackos. Uh, And, (laughs) like, there's only so much you can do about things. And and I feel – and – Sorry, guys, a little bit longer intro because me and Jason literally have not talked to each other for two weeks. And I've clearly, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we both like to talk a lot. I just like I feel like I've made football not fun for myself by being in fantasy football and all of your teams being bad. Well, that's part of it. But like I. Being in four different leagues, you're never going to go 4-0 or hardly ever are you going to go 4-0. And you have so many of the same guys on every team. And then you throw like a little bit of gambling in that you don't win. And you're just like upset by the time you go to bed Sunday night. And you have the Sunday scaries because what you could have been doing for work all day on a Sunday, public accounting life, everybody, all of a sudden it like sits on you like anxiety and you're like, Oh crap. I have to wake up and go to work the next day. So yeah, I just four teams is too many. Like it's, but you have your work league, your family league, your friends league and your your college friends league. Like E. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's been a weird season so far and I think things are going to start settling out at least a little bit here uh, and, and get back to normal. And I, some of the, the good players are going to start being good again. I, I hope. Yeah. If they're not injured, because I think that's the big thing right now. It's just a war of attrition, right? Like so many guys were out early in the season and it's just cascading. Like it was Keenan Allen and David Montgomery. And now you're adding Javante and you're adding Michael Thomas on top of that. Jonathan Taylor's got an ankle. Like, uh, he has two, two ankles. Oh, I hate that saying. I know you just did. You ran it about it just, last year. Just but there's oh. on the quarterback end though. There's Tua. There's Jameis. You had Zach Wilson out. Now he comes back. Oh, that he's, Tua stuff he's still is so trash. bad. Like this is an injury riddled season. I think maybe even worse than normal. Uh, I I don't know, um, but it's just been 
a boatload of unexpected players being good right now. Like, can you tell me who the top five running backs are so far this season? Yeah, I ran some of them down last week. I, I know Chubb is up there. I know Saquon's up there. Uh, Javante, or not Javante Williams, Jamal Williams is up there, uh, especially after this week. Um, Chubb was, or not Chubb, uh, Swift was top five. I, I don't think Penny had enough go off this week to get up there, but it's it's just crazy. Yeah, through four weeks, your top five are Nick Chubb, Saquon, Jamal Williams, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Austin Eckler. Yeah, I should have gotten Clyde. He, I if, sorry guys, we'll we'll get to the waivers. If you're a Clyde Edwards-Alaire owner, I'm trading him, um, and we'll get for into a, a little bit anything. Like I trade cash him in for a wide receiver, or trade him for like Derrick Henry or Taylor or. CMC if you can get them um, because all those guys have elite usage and CMC doesn't. He's have, he basically has running back three usages. CH use doesn't you mean? S- sorry. Yes. Yeah. See, they both start with the same letter. It's late. <laughs> I CEH has had unbelievably good touchdown luck. And to me, it looked like they're phasing him out for Isaiah Pacheco, uh, who we're going to talk about in waivers in a little bit. Speaking of waivers, we should probably start, right? Probably. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Jason can't yell because he's in his mom's basement, so I, uh, I'm subbing in this week. All right, Jason, week five waivers, uh, some, <laughs> so, some guys to talk about. So I, I think the biggest uh, injury from a fantasy perspective is clearly Javante Williams for Denver. The person you'd replace him with is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is owned in like 80% of ESPN leagues, which seems low, uh, quite frankly. I, I think that if if Melvin is available in your league, I, I think you spend at least 50% of your budget on him, maybe even more than that. Um, I, I don't see there being any reason why you shouldn't, other than the fumbling issues, which are clear, clearly uh, evident. I, you're not really going out and getting Mike Boone, who's 0.1% rostered, and they are signing, they pronouns pal, the Denver Broncos are signing la 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 Tavius Murray off the Saints practice squad. And Murray had 11 carries for 57 yards and a touchdown in London for the Saints last week. And so now he's going to Denver. And it, it almost feels a little bit for Latavius again, same backfield where he was on the Ravens last year with all those injuries. And now he's going to the Broncos. And I feel like it's just going to kind of be our BBBC. So... I mean, Melvin's the only one with interest for me. I think that there's a decent chance that he literally fumbles his job away. He has like five fumbles on 50 carries. It's something obscene. And like three of them have been returned for touchdowns in the last like five games or something like that. Yeah. So Melvin, I don't know. He's the one you want, but he still sucks. And so there's Mike Boone (laughs) and the vote of confidence on Mike Boone is signing Latavius Murray. And if the vote yeah. of conf- confidence for you is to sign Latavius Murray, then that means you suck because anybody, everybody 
watched la, Lat la, Murray la, run the ball la, last Latavius. season. And it was just really uninspiring work with the Ravens. So yeah, and, and he got the goal line carry <coughs> over over Mark Ingram for the Saints. So that what does that tell you too? Yeah. So yikes. I uh, I I think you got to go all out and get Melvin, but I don't really I, I wouldn't spend anything on Boone or or Latavius Murray. It's a committee, no matter what. I think it's either two or three people, and I'm not excited about it. Yeah, and I th- I think it, actually the offense is going to open up a little bit more for for Russ. Yeah, I, I if people dropped Russ or gave up on Russ, I think now is actually the time to add him or try to go out and get Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy with Ceh, uh, because I, I think the Broncos' offense will become even more pass happy than it already was. On to Atlanta, Jason's favorite football team, uh, where he took a big giant dump all over them in the preseason, where he uh, claimed that Marcus Mariota barely was a quarterback, uh, thought they were going to be maybe the worst team in football, and surprised they're tied for first place in the NFC South. Jason, Cordero Patterson. <laughs> Do you think that they finish at 500? Like, they're still a really bad team. I, I They might not. They should have beaten the Saints. They had a fourth quarter collapse against the Saints and they still play Carolina twice. I I think there's a world where they could honestly make the playoffs. They're 200. The the, the NFC is terrible. Yeah. They beat the Seahawks and the Browns. Like, I don't think either one of those are good teams. Next up, their next three weeks are the Bucks, 49ers, and Bengals. They lose all three of those, don't they? Oh, no doubt about it. But here we are. Cordero Patterson goes to IR. Our guy, Tyler Allgaier, even though it's actually pronounced Algier, uh, comes in. He had, uh, I don't know, 100 yards. And Caleb Huntley also had 10 carries over the weekend. They signed him to their uh, full-time squad, off the practice squad. So Tyler Algier uh, rostered in 16.8% of leagues. Caleb Huntley uh, was not rostered by even his parents. So I think that uh, this is probably where you're spending your fab on. I think it's fair to say 10, 15, 20%, depending on how you're, how's it going. Um, but again, Jason read off those next three matchups, not the greatest. And, but I, I do think that the Falcons have a very competent offensive coaching staff and they really like to use their running backs and Tyler Algiers look good in limited usage. Yeah, I mean, I think both uh, Algier and Huntley are dart throws. Um, I don't know if I have a huge preference one over the other. Good luck. I, I, I think both of them should be cheap, honestly. Like, I wouldn't spend more than, what, 10 fab on either one of them? I would not spend anything on Caleb Huntley. Uh, you know, the, the Falcons drafted Algier. And I mean, he had 10 carries week two, six week three, 10 this past week against Cleveland with the injury. Uh, see, right. Seems like he would be the guy probably. Uh, but who knows? Hey, it, running backs are random. Random mass running backs. Caleb Huntley edition. We're getting there. So, oh, we've been there for a while. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I think Huntley is the the cheap zero ad with the hope that he takes over. And I think if you are just in a terrible shape at running back, then uh, Algier would be the ad. Um, but I, 
I, I would have a hard time going with more than 10. I dropped Tyler Algier in our league of record because I'm a complete dumbass. Uh, and uh, I believe I picked up Greg Dortch, uh, who um, promptly scored like zero points this week. So I'm I'm just on absolute fire over here. Uh, don't listen to my and fantasy football else advice. Somebody picked up Algier. I know. Complete horse crap, quite honestly. All right. I, I know. I When I was looking up roster percentage, I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Like, what? Where are we right now? All right. Other guys to consider from the running back position. Brian Robinson. Uh, by the way, trade Antonio Gibson, who is running back 20 on the season. Brian Robinson's back after being shot. I... I I read a quote earlier and I couldn't believe it from Ron Rivera saying they think Brian Robinson's going to be a shot in the arm for their offense. <laughs> Not a shot in the ass. <laughs> it's like, does he, is it, does he know what he's saying? It's like, like uh, it's, it's like, oh uh, God. it's like, was it Welker or Amendola making the foot comments about Rex Ryan? Yeah, we're going to defeat the Jets or something like that. Um, So, yeah, Brian Robinson, he's back, uh, or at least it seems like he's going to be active. He's rostering 37.4% of leagues. Uh, I think you could probably get him for a zero bid because he's, you know, he had zero points. People go search by scores prior week, and there's going to be no score there because he was not active. So, uh, and most, I feel like most leagues have IR spots, so if he wasn't already rostered and uh, in your IR spot, you should go out and get him. We don't know what that offense is going to look like. I don't know if I'd really want to spend any fab on a uh, commander's running back uh, where I, I think it's going to be even more muddy than, than it already was with McKissick getting carries Gibson and now Brian Robinson in the mix too. How do you feel about Jonathan Taylor being injured and potentially oh, having yeah. that high ankle sprain and missing time? No, they said he's fine. Okay. Hopefully. So, I don't know if he's going to play this week. Um, the, the, I was going to say the short week, Thursday night football. Yeah, I mean, so the ad would be Naheem Hines potentially for a one-week wonder, potentially. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing Taylor isn't going to end up suiting up uh, for that game, even on a short week, um, just because he's a beast. But... Yeah, the he was listed as a non-participant, injured his ankle. Tests um, were negative, so they avoided the huge yeah. loss with the high ankle sprain. But he's been whelming. I, I would say a bust <laughs> through a month. For where you for where you had to draft him to get him. Yeah, and then you throw in an ankle sprain and a ter- tight turnaround. I mean, if you have a decent third option here, I would maybe consider benching him even if he does, even if he is active. I would be trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor um, to see if somebody's given up on him. Because, um, I mean, the usage is there. 31 carries, 9, 21, and 20. Throw in a couple catches uh, every week. You know, he, he's going to end up being a top 10 running back, even though he's not currently. So, yeah, yeah that, um, that line has to get a lot better first, but. And better quarterback play. All right. Uh, other guys, Isaiah Pacheco looked absolutely fantastic on Sunday Night Football. Um, if I was a betting man, which I am terrible at it. So take that with a grain of salt. I think that. 
Pacheco will end up unseating Clyde Edwards Alaire before the end of the season. Um, it wow. seems like they're 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 easing him in. Clyde Ballsy. has had uh, an unbelievable amount of luck from a touchdown perspective, and I mean Pacheco's on the field a bunch. So is McKinnon. It's really going to be a three-headed backfield, um, and I like Pacheco for only being 10% rostered. He is definitely worth the ad. Um, I I wouldn't even mind spending a dollar on him just to make sure that wow. you beat out a, a zero bid. Um, other guys uh, to like talk Rashad about from White. the... I like Rashad yep, that, White. So Byron that was Le- the last guy. Byron Leftwich vowed to uh, get him more carries and more involved as a change of pace rusher and receiver out of the backfield. He played on 24 snaps uh, to four nets, 39. So not bad there. And actually had that entire, uh, those couple drives are basically just him in that two minute offense. Uh, finished with close to 15 fantasy points in PPR leagues. You can just tell that they're really trying to keep the snaps down for Lenny. So Rashad White, I think is viable. Yeah, and even when they got to down to the goal line, I was waiting for him to throw Lenny back in, uh, and they let Rashad White finish off the drive, which I actually think says something positive. Uh, for him, negative if you're a Lenny owner uh, like I am in, in a league. Um, all right, I think that covers running backs. There's really not a ton to talk about from the wide receiver position. Um, I, I guess you could throw Michael Gallup out. Uh, yeah. He had two catches and a, and a touchdown for the Cowboys this week, uh, rostering 46.5% of leagues. I would expect him to be considerably better once Dak comes back. Yeah. And, you know, you know me, Alex, I just love me some rookie wide receivers. I've been kind of hoarding them in our league. Um, Romeo Dobbs is rostered in just under 50% of leagues. Needs to be rostered, I think, much more than that. Uh, Over the last two weeks, he's accumulated 16 targets and 13-plus fantasy points in both outings on Sunday against the Patriots. I mean, Rodgers was going to He looks good. He had a 40-yard touchdown called back, or, well, I don't know, ruled incomplete uh, with the whole ground causing the fumble thing. Um, Pickens has been a focus of Kenny Pickett, um, which do you think think, uh, Mitch lost his job officially? Yeah, it's over. Sorry, Mitch. We love you, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I he Mitch is going to be in the league for like twelve years on like like eight different teams. Oh yeah, it's coming. Yeah, but if Pickett actually is better, which I don't know if he is or isn't, I know he's going to let the ball fly. But um, Pickens did have a a decent game. Um, he. It finished with six catches on eight targets for just over a hundred yards against the Jets. So I understand the optimism. I also know that Deontay Johnson's a much better wide receiver than him. So if if they're gonna, I, I have a hard time thinking a rookie quarterback that wasn't drafted early is going to be able to support two wide receivers. And maybe it's the rookie-to-rookie connection. I don't know. But they they were also checking down a ton to Friar Muth, too. So I don't... I just think this offense has limited upside. And if you're a Najee owner, I think you are absolutely pissed that, <laughs> that, that Kenny got two goal line carries uh, to... to take any of that value away to poor Najee owners. Although I will say if you were listening to us, you probably don't have a lot of stock in him. Hopefully. 
Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, the guy I'm disappointed in, and I think I would drop right now at the receiver position is Josh Palmer. Uh, he was a letdown. He was filled in a little bit nicely for Keenan, but then had the one target week against Houston. It wasn't, it's not great. So, yeah, very disappointing. And somebody else uh, is Josh Reynolds, uh, especially if Amandre yeah. St. Brown is going to continue to be out. Uh, Josh Reynolds had 10 targets uh, two weeks ago, eight this past week in Seattle, seven for 81 and a touchdown. He's been in double digits uh, each of the last three weeks for the Lions. He's only rostered in 10% of leagues. So um, I, uh, we're, we're the speculative ad. I don't think I'd spend any fab on him. But, I mean, that Detroit offense has been, for lack of a better way to put it, electric. <laughs> it's been a revelation. Um, yeah. Now, to pick up any of these guys, you obviously have to drop people. Can I just ask you about a few dudes and whether or not you would drop them? Please say uh, Kadarius Tony, uh, who should have never been drafted in any league. And he's uh, still somehow rostering like 45% of leagues. Allen Robinson. Woof, man. He uh, sucks. I, I th- he sucks. I think he's droppable. He sucks. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he's the third option in that offense behind Cup and Tyler Higby. That's, that's not even like painting that picture accurately because there's really only two options. So to call him the third is like every, anybody else could be a third on any given night. He just sucks. So he was either yeah, going to be great. They paid him a lot of money too. To be bad. So uh, what about Daryl Henderson? Has he officially lost the job? He did have 10 touches tonight. I think that's a terrible running back by committee. Akers didn't do Jack either. So yeah. um, unfortunately, I feel like you have to roster both and just not play them. Uh, Garrett Wilson came out of the gates absolutely white hot as a top 10 receiver. Zach Wilson came back and he had six targets, only caught two of them against Pittsburgh. Do you think it was a matchup or does Zach Wilson just suck? I think that Zach Wilson is serviceable, but I don't think he has uh, a great connection. Wilson to Wilson. Davis looked okay in that offense and you wouldn't be surprised to see more be a little bit more active too. Um, And they were running the ball really well with, with Brees Hall. Yeah. Yeah, they were Brees Hall. uh, That, schedule for the Jets is getting a little bit nicer weeks like six through ten so Brees Hall I think would be somebody I would try to target on a on a trade if especially if uh you're looking for some wins immediately um you you weren't here last week uh and I don't know if you listen because you hate me but did did you um did you hear what I was talking about to Sean Watson and if you would pick him up whether or not you should pick up Deshaun or really when you should pick up Deshaun. I, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, especially if, if you had an, a, an injured quarterback and Deshaun Watson's now rostered in 13.7% uh, of leagues. It's up only slightly. Uh, basically everybody that listened to this podcast uh, probably went and picked him up. I, I think that if, if you are in a position, especially now, if you're four and oh, and you have a good quarterback, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that you should go pick him up just so somebody else can't. Because he's going to... That playoff schedule is really good. Like, 
I don't completely disagree, but I think it's the kind of thing where like the rich get richer. Again, you have to either be like four and oh or three and one and yeah. sitting pretty and have an IR slot for him to go into and have like uh, he's not he's not IR eligible though. Oh being suspended. Well then yeah, like, you really just need to be three and one or four and oh and have a healthy team otherwise to sacrifice the bench spot. Yeah, because I mean, I, I had Jameis because I got uh, TKO'd with Trey Lance. Um, and I also have Jared Goff, who apparently I'm just going to start every week now. And I went and picked up Watson because I was like, my team's really good in a 12 team league. Uh, why, you know, except I don't potentially have a quarterback. So screw it. Uh, let's just go get Watson. Yeah, Jared Goff, quarterback five. Who saw that coming? Crazy. Everybody. A couple other things to talk about before we hit the road. Uh, Hayden Hurst is rostered in 21% of leagues. Uh, He's He's looked okay if if you're really desperate at the tight end spot. But the Uh, tight end spot sucks, though. There's like three guys that average more than like 10 points a week. And everybody else other than that just sucks. Yeah. So Hayden Hurst had a t- his first touchdown uh, the first two w- weeks of the season. He had eight targets, seven targets, uh, four against Miami this week. Um, currently tight end 14. So um, potentially worth the add there. Uh, a couple things to hit you with on the way out from a defense perspective. The Jacksonville Jaguars are currently defense number four. They are rostered in 5.4% of leagues. Their next three weeks are home against Houston at Indy and home against the Giants. That's pretty nice. So, they, so again, rostered in 5.4% of leagues. They are an ad. Um Period. I mean, they've they already shut out Indy once and then they get to play Indy again in two weeks. Yeah, uh, their playoff schedule is home against Dallas at the Jets and at Houston. So, oh, okay, Jacksonville, okay. who uh, looks all right. So there, there's your uh, your little defense ad. Uh, the other one that I would mention uh, somehow uh, is only rostering fourteen point one percent of leagues and had a great showing against Aaron Rodgers this week. Is the Patriots defense um, their next uh, little bit of schedule here uh, is is tasty. So home against Detroit, which is maybe not the the greatest, but I it wouldn't surprise me to see Detroit kind of come back down to earth in that game. And then this is nice at Cleveland, home against the Bears, at the Jets, Indy, home against the Jets. Okay, so those are are the two defenses that that can sneakily win you some weeks um, between the Jaguars and the Patriots. I like that a lot. You know what I like to do? And I'm notorious for this, but I will burn a bench spot to carry next week's defense. So that I agree. Well, well, that's what I I did this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, in our league, I, I have the Patriots defense with the Eagles defense. And I was like, I don't really like the Eagles defense this week, but whatever. I need to keep the pay like I couldn't drop one. And so, of course, I drop uh, Tyler Algier, but whoops. Uh, so I but uh, the, the schedule outweighed it. So, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, rolling with the Cowboys last uh, two, three weeks. It's gone quite well. And then. The next two weeks aren't that fun, but after that, I think it's what like the 
Giants and uh, Detroit at home. So, yeah. Or, you know, quite frankly, go pick up whoever's playing the Bears. Oh, it's Detroit and Chicago at home back to back weeks. But yes, absolutely pick up who's playing the Bears because the Bears are probably the worst team in the league or maybe one of them anyway. Offensively so far, you're going to get at least four sacks and probably an interception or fumble. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. It's good to be back, Alex. It's good to see your face. Please go home. Stop recording fantasy podcasts at work. Um, okay. I mean, it's, I, I'll be here this week. I'll be here next week. Oh goodness. Um, and then tax deadline is October 17th. So I'll be recording that night. I thought taxes uh, were uh, April. No, ex- extensions. Ah. extension deadlines uh so uh ton of work to october 17th uh and then i will be uh in jacksonville uh the week of the 24th so um i'm going to go uh do some investigative reporting on the jacksonville jaguars uh and i'm sure all the listeners are very excited uh to hear about what i find out about the new and improved doug peterson led jacksonville jaguars i already have my media credentials uh i'm i'm really looking forward to uh delivering the hard hitting i i can't even fake this anymore uh it would have been hard hitting if uh urban meyer was still there to kick you out of town but that's about it yeah uh, he's too busy hitting on like a 19 year old college chick Oh, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. We are the Sackers. It's good to be back. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.